0: I'm James Chow, host of The China Current. You're listening to the podcast, the bite-sized edition, where we break down a complex story into a digestible episode. A couple of weeks ago, I was in Bangkok as a guest at the Social Business Summit, an annual event that's led by Professor Muhammad Yunus, the Nobel Peace Prize winner, who's known not only for his work in social business, but in microfinance. He literally went from village to village in Bangladesh with these very, very small, modest loans to women and transformed each family and each community as he went along. This annual summit always has in Incredible people who attend not only established leadership, but perhaps even more interestingly, young people who are doing something fantastic with their own lives. And one of these people I met in Bangkok is Ga Yang. Someone told me that he's a Chinese athlete and also a gold medalist. And I'm always in admiration for anyone who achieves with their body, with their mind, and then turns that into something with their heart as well. And he's one such person. Ga Yang has this really traumatic story as a child that he transformed into one that exemplifies hope and proof of hope over a great disaster. He was six years old when he was in the courtyard of his home in Hebei province, which is just outside of Beijing, and where actually we have ancestral family ties there as well. And he saw a firecracker lying on the ground and picked it up Because he said, as a six-year-old as he was at the time, it reminded him of a torch. Now, at that time, the Asian games were taking place and the torch relay was being televised and he probably saw them on TV with the torch in their hands uh, going around on this live broadcast. So he saw this firecracker, he thought it looked very similar, and he picked it up and he lit it he held it up and he ran as he saw and mimicked the people on television doing as well and of course this is when disaster struck he ran this firecracker exploded and he uh, tried to hold together his right arm as he ran back home he lost consciousness and he collapsed onto the ground The next time he was awake, he was in hospital and he saw his parents and his family and they were, of course, devastated, crying. And he said he had this presence of mind as a six-year-old to tell them, don't worry about it, my new hand will grow soon. Little did he know that um, the course of his life would change forever, but he did something about it. He started playing table tennis, which is a national sport, it's a national obsession in China. Even with this relationship with China and the United States, it was a table tennis team from America that came to play with a table tennis team from China in Beijing. And that was the beginning of this great thaw in this political relationship. And one of the great historic events if we look at the latter part of the 20th century. Yang started playing table tennis and found that he was not just good, he was brilliant. And he practiced for years and years and years. He's been playing now for 23 years until he went to his first Paralympic Games in Athens in 2004. It was the first Paralympics he would compete in. And he said that he was very, very nervous uh, ahead of time. He was um, very conscious that this was the culmination of years of sacrifice and dedication to a single sport. And so when it came to the singles event, it apparently it seems that the pressure got to him and he came away with a bronze medal instead of the goal that he had been very much hoping for. After the medal ceremony, he retreated into the locker room and he shut himself in there. His teammates by that point were already outside in the coach waiting to leave. And a couple of days later, he managed to regroup himself, or he had to regroup himself because his team coach and also uh, the team manager spoke to him. And they said to him that in the singles event where he won the bronze, no mean feat for any uh, competitor, of course, um, they said, you represented yourself. But now in this team event, it's different. You represent your country. And if you don't rise to the occasion, you'll be regarded as selfish and as irresponsible. So something along this way, uh, something absorbed into his mind and his body, and he took it on board. Over the next few days, he didn't lose a single game, and he came away with his first team gold and his first Paralympic gold medal. He's won six in total in Athens, in Beijing, in London, and also in Rio. He's very much a star player, but he's also done wonderful things with his life. He says that he wants other Children who live with disabilities to have the opportunities that he 's had he wants them to uh, to realize their dreams to become Paralympic gold medalists as well and more widely he says he wants to help create a kinder society it 's a story about hope, as I said, in this case, hope and victory literally victory over great disaster. I met him over, as I said, in Bangkok, and I left Bangkok feeling like a different person, feeling like there is always hope. There's hope even in the most despondent of circumstances. And I think that all of us can take that part of his story away. Go to our website, thechinacurrent.com, for more stories and more people.